You're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPEL Brobridge Lafayette, a Town Square media station. We are large and in charge on this week's episode of Implicit Bias. Well, at least we think we're Welcome into another episode, this one abbreviated because of Cajuns basketball. Implicit Bias, I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. We're presented to you by the Rustic Renegade. That's 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. Everything you could want for that guy, that gal in your life, you can find it there. And this, as it's an abbreviated episode, the first hour actually counts as the second hour, which means we're brought to you this hour by Piper's Haven. 3916 West Congress, Rene Girard, Acadiana's only certified master tobacconist, both he and the Renegade in the Top Secret Podcast Lair with us for this week. We will present our second hour via exclusive podcast, which can be found basically everywhere podcasts are hosted. Please subscribe so you can get your implicit bias sent directly to you every single week. Now, as I said, we are in charge This week on Implicit Bias, we are masters of our own destiny. We are the CEOs, the captains of our own ships, the farmers of our own farms. Maybe not the farmers. I mean, look, farmers tend their livestock. Farmers reap the rewards and harvest what they grow. Whether it be livestock, produce, farmers are the ones who get to collect the product of their farms. And unfortunately... I'm not exactly sure we're our own farmers anymore. Sure, in some aspects we actually might be, but think about how we've been treated by many major corporations. Now, I don't mean necessarily business-to-business corporations. I mean the ones that are business-to-consumer, the ones that don't really provide you with the true service that you get for the decision to do business with them. Let me give you a brief explanation. Over this holiday, the Implicit Bias family had a need for a new cell phone. So we were told to order it online. Now there's problem number one. This company believes, as many do, that people working these jobs on their end, that person-to-person customer service is too expensive. So they do everything they can to make you and me do it ourselves, not because it's easier for us, but because their employees know how to help you the most. They know how to help you navigate their systems. They know how to help you get more for your money. It costs them more for that person. So their goal is to take what they used to do for you and make you now do it for yourself while paying the same rate. Back to the story. So we order online. And of course, they're shipping this phone to us. Well, sure enough, all the notifications of the phone got shipped. It got transported, all this stuff, all the tracking till it got to Lafayette. Then poof, it turned into the Lindbergh baby. Again, we tried to reach out to the shipping company now. Guess what? No person-to-person customer service. No people. This one was even worse. Try actually calling one of the local distribution centers of the two major shippers out there. You're not going to actually find a phone number to get them. You can't. They don't put them out there. They don't publish them. You can only get online service where you get AI. Artificial intelligence technology, and they'll tell you that their system, which is clearly messed up, is all the information they have. So let me consolidate this story for you. 
Shipping company says the shipper needs to create a lost claim on the phone. The phone company says it's the shipper's problem to investigate. All the while, the phone company has already charged for an item we don't have, and they claim isn't their problem. And the shipping company has been paid to deliver it to our home, which they never did. And their policy is to, quote, investigate while we pay. That's when it hit me. Sure, look, we can break contracts, but we're tied to multiple ways to this carrier. We will switch, by the way, when the contracts are up, which, by the way, aren't there to protect you and me. Those contracts are there to protect them. But that's when it hit me. We will switch, and they won't care. Why? Because we are being farmed. Yeah, look, we are just another animal being sent to slaughter, another crop to be harvested. We are the product. See, these really large companies like the ones we're dealing with, they know they've got you. They know that in order for us to function in today's world, you need what they do. And as they've been allowed to consolidate their market, they're actually able to dictate their policies and their desires upon you and me. In other words... They know that once you're doing business in really any way with them, you're doing it on their terms, not on mutual terms. In other words, you are a commodity to these companies. These companies teach their team members how to keep you and me from commoditizing them, from beating them up and getting the most out of them that you can. The whole time, they're doing the same thing to you. Companies like this cell phone company know this. If they get you early enough in life, you'll get comfortable with them and you won't change. Once you have become a commodity, you are the product. They don't look at you as a person with needs and individual dynamics. You're a number. Specifically, you're a revenue number. You, me, we're the product of their farm. This applies to lots of companies. Cable companies, transportation, cell phone, data companies, the list goes on and on. And when companies transition you into doing their job so it can decrease its people cost, know that you are being exploited as a consumer. So what do we do? Play their game? But how do we win? Look, any loyalty you have to these companies, way number one to beat them, get rid of that loyalty. Take advantage of them as the offer specials to switch. Do it early. Do it often. Number two, tell others. See, the more of us who switch early and often, the more we get their best deal. Make them the commodity. Treat them that way. Give them your minimum commitment as they are giving you theirs. The last way, maybe the best way, build relationships. Build trust. Find businesses that are willing to meet you halfway. Give back to those businesses who give to you as well. Find those businesses who value your relationship and are willing to do the right thing. And when you do, stick with them. You might want to mix business with friendship. It works. Find that local vendor. Find that business that truly values your business as opposed to looking at you as just another number on the wall that is going to contribute to their revenue bottom line. 
We are going to mix business and friendship on this week's episode of Implicit Bias, as we pretty much always do. We're going to do it with a weekly whiskey, another Wyoming whiskey. This week, a special Wyoming whiskey, Outrider. Not out, R-I-D-E-R, out, R-Y-D-E-R. Those who know, understand, it is bottled in bond. It is 100 proof under government surveillance in the warehouse. Our weekly whiskey, the crew here in the Top Secret Podcast Lair, a new member will introduce when we come back right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. This is Implicit Bias. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway the smell of cigar smoke just buy her something nice and she will appreciate it a lot more if you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar come sit on our porch just remember to bring your chair Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride clean that car the Cajun way Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location, get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. Luxury Limo of Lafayette is now offering airport transportation in style. Get dropped and picked up in their luxurious sedan or their Mercedes-Benz Sprinter for up to 12 travelers. And that's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 30 passenger party buses. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, 565-4385, or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Treat yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Anderson Pest Control is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and termite control. We're a Louisiana company with Louisiana Hospitality that has the knowledge and expertise to handle all your pest control needs. Anderson Pest Control, we wouldn't put technicians in your house that we wouldn't put in ours. Way down here in the Bayou State, critters come in every single size and shape. Pick up the phone, don't hesitate, call Anderson Pest Control today. Welcome back to Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon. This abbreviated hour of Implicit Bias because we will be followed by UL Raging Cajun men's basketball right here, 11 a.m. Normally we go 10 to noon. Today we're going to be 10 to 11. But do not forget, you can catch Hour 2 on an exclusive podcast release anywhere you can find podcasts. Find Implicit Bias. It is the microphone with the whiskey glass in the bottom. Subscribe and get your Implicit Bias weekly. We are joined here in the Top Secret Podcast Lair by this week's crew, and we have an Implicit Bias virgin again this week. We're going to introduce him in just a moment. But let's start with the man to my left. He is the Rustic Renegade who presents Implicit Bias, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway, Mr. Caleb Morse. How are you as we record this holiday episode of Implicit Bias? Wyatt, I am rolling. 
Okay. <laughs> Sitting across the table from me, we'll get to that in a minute because there's got to be something there. You're going to have to explain that in a second. Across the table from me is the man who is actually bringing us the second hour, which today is the first hour of Implicit Bias. He is from Piper's Haven, Mr. Rene Girard, 3916 West Congress, otherwise known as the CWAT, Certified Wizard of Tobacco. Mr. Girard, I, I see the confusion on your face. You got me all confused. I mean, the first hour, second hour, but the second hour is the first hour, so the first hour is not a second hour, and it's on podcast. Man, I don't know. I, I'm I'm totally confused. I didn't drink this that much of this whiskey. For that to make sense? Yeah. But I, here's the crazy part. You got all of that right. Yeah, I, I listen well. Yeah. I just don't understand <laughs> it. I don't understand the words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Sitting in the corner, speaking of not understanding anything, we don't always understand what Sam is doing over there in the corner. But of Better Boot Productions, the man who keeps us on the air and makes us sound um, as good as possible, which is, you know, about what you're getting. Trust me, we sound much worse live. Mr. Sam Stokes, how are you over there this holiday season? I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> All right. All right. There we go. There we go. So, yeah, we, we had understanding here, simpatico, between the Rustic Renegade and Sam Stokes, which frightens me just a little bit. <laughs> I'm Speaking, frightened that you don't get it. Yeah, that's, that, that's Tombstone. I actually didn't quite catch the whole thing. Yeah. All I caught was I'm rolling. Now I'm catching that he said, Wyatt, I'm rolling. Doc's, yes. Doc's sitting there playing game. You know, Kate's not wearing a bustle. And uh, Wyatt walks up, and he's like, hey, Doc, how are you doing? He's, Wyatt, I'm rolling. There, well, okay, so I missed the line, right? I missed the line, and it, it happens every now and then. The simpatico, though, between the Rustic Renegade and Sam has me concerned <laughs> at a whole nother level. Speaking of being concerned at a whole nother level, we have with us a brand new member of the crew here in the Top Secret Podcast Lair. Welcome in of Coin and Treasure on Congress Street, Mr. Lewis Pizzolato. Lewis, how are you? Very good tonight. Glad to be with y'all. So as Lewis notes, we record on a Thursday night. We air on Saturday morning. So yes, we are pre-recorded. And we are recording here at a top secret time, top secret location somewhere on Jefferson Street. Which, by the way, you do know, Lewis, you cannot disclose that location to anyone. Correct? I'm not certain I would want to disclose this location. <laughs> there we go. He's going to fit in just fine. Because look, as you know with Treasure Hunters, one of the coolest things about walking into Coin and Treasure was walking in and seeing all of the different coins that are there, including shipwreck coins. I mean, things that are, are all over the place. And as you start to dig in, and we're going to do this in a future episode, dig into people who are treasure hunters and what they do, the amount of secrecy that they have to surround themselves with, because literally not only are there pirates looking to steal from them, not only are their own crew members sometimes looking to steal from them, there are governments that want to steal from them because the governments a lot of times will issue them the permit and then when all of a sudden they have a major find and we're talking what then was lots and lots of gold, today is hundreds of billions of dollars in some cases. Believe me, those governments, they don't just want their fair share. They want their stuff. They want the piece of their choice. They want their percentage. But the worst part is, is they tie you up in court forever till you can't, can't go anymore. Because they have unlimited funds. And essentially, this actually, I, I didn't even think about this connection. This fits in perfectly. They are farming the treasure hunter. They are overseeing the treasure hunter and they will take the product of his work and say, hey, guess what? It is ours. So let's talk about what we are going to farm here on Implicit Bias this week. Our weekly whiskey, as we always do in our second segment. Wyoming Whiskey Outrider. This is a bonded whiskey at 100 proof. 
obviously a little more rye than the other Wyoming whiskey that we brought here on the show. Oh, maybe a couple of months ago. It wasn't too, too long ago that we brought another Wyoming on. But this one comes in at a little higher proof, a little bit different. Renee, we always like to start with you because you are our neat connoisseur to start with here in the Top Secret Podcast layer. Your thoughts on this Wyoming whiskey, neat. This one... I mean, it's only 100 proof, and it shouldn't be that strong, but I'm getting a little strength off of it. it it's got a slight licorice to me. Uh, it's hard. I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of confused with this. You're confused with this, kind of like you I'm are confused. with the fact that the yeah, first that, hour is yeah, the second that, hour? Yeah, I think that's what it is. It made that's it. what it is. You're already so confuddled that this Because this is the second you. hour when my tongue is normally thick. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I'm just all messed up. It's a good whiskey, but it's got a little heat to it. Well, I'm catching some heat off of it. So at, a, at, 100 proof, at 100 proof, you might expect a little bit yeah, of warmth we, in the chest, but this one... We've had, I mean, we've had stronger whiskeys that didn't hit like this one does. Correct, I agree. Caleb, your thoughts on this Wyoming whiskey? I know you are a rye fan, so uh, does this one fall down maybe more the vein that you like in a whiskey? I thought it would is the best way to put it. I really thought it would. The, I don't know if it's licorice, but it's definitely a heavy caramel and maybe a little vanilla. And the sweetness on this catches me off guard. I wasn't prepared for it. Um, this would be, like to me, this is almost a mix. Like it tastes like a mixed drink. It, it tastes kind of like a, an old-fashioned sans the bitters, right? See, I would, I'm, I'm picking up, like the whiskey with some bitters in it, because that's I'm getting a, a bitterness. I'm not getting any sweet off of mine. Off okay, of mine. the whiskey snob in the corner, Sam. Yeah, I'm real disappointed in this one. I gotta be honest. Uh, surprise! I said, Look, I, well, surprise! It's not a bottle of Happy Van Winkle. So, I like you know. how he came out wait, the gate with it wait. though. He wasn't like, "Well, it's okay, it's good." He's no, like, he "I'm disappointed." Up, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not even good. It's like I'm disappointed. Well, I, I said whenever he brought, whenever Kavan brought it out, that I was excited to taste it because I see it everywhere. And oftentimes, Kavan brings out these whiskeys, and it's they're great. But then he's like, "By the way, you'll never see this again in your life." So it's like, oh, okay. Well, and some, no, we, we do that sometimes, right? But we do our best to also bring out bottles. I mean, if you remember, I'm the guy who brought a bottle that everybody was like, oh, that's a $25, that's True. a $30, and it was $9 a bottle, right? But you this find one it I everywhere. see everywhere. This so one you I was see in lots of places. Hoping, you know, hoping well. that it would be great. And for me, uh, it, you get that sweetness right up front, but it's also really watery up front. I feel like the, the flavor up front is, is kind of watered down. Maybe I need an ice sphere to really get it, but I don't feel like... The flavor is good enough for me well, to really you, warrant that. You have an ice I'm sorry, sphere. Sans ice sphere. Oh, to, okay, to really, okay. Uh, get that, but then afterwards you get that licoricey, caramelly aftertaste, and it's not a particularly good aftertaste I that I'm enjoying. It's it's a very normal, run of the mill, you know. I think it's too much. I think there's too much going on. It's too much. Yeah, there's so much. I think that's why uh, Renee says he's confused. There's just a lot of different flavors that hit you at different levels. Too much And none that I'm particularly fond of. Okay, so let's go to our person who doesn't usually drink a ton of whiskey, right? Because we have guys now here who have been drinking whiskey with us literally since the beginning of the show. We've been on the air for a year and a half now. So that means that we have gone through, what, about 75-ish at a minimum whiskeys because we've actually had, we're probably closer to 80, 85 because we've had so many shows where we've brought on a couple of bottles here. We've taken tastes of this and tastes of that. Yeah. We did a live show from Piper's Haven where we had three in an hour, which was phenomenal. Louis Pizzolatto of coin and treasure on Congress. 
your thoughts on this, as, as you said, you're not typically a whiskey drinker, and that's okay. The question is, do I'm you far, like it? I'm further away from being a, not a typical dr- whiskey drinker to a person that has not good memories of high school while turkey drinking. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this. For the first sip since wild turkey in high school, I find it drinkable. And I told you there was a little fear about me not really wanting to drink it. Yeah. I can't see myself drinking it, but I could see myself sipping it for a long time. So here's kind of where I fall with this one. I I got a great finish on the first sip. Needs to be chilled, needs a little bit of water, not much. To everyone else's point, I get a lot of sweet on this one. I get a lot of corn with this. I don't get the typical rye spice that you would expect with something that has the name Rider, Outrider, R-Y-D-E-R, as opposed to R-I-D-E-R, right? So when I when I sip this, I expected, and here's the word, we haven't used it in a while, I expected it to be a little more aggressive than it was. And that's probably why Caleb said, I'm a little disappointed, or it's not what I expected it to be, because you probably expected some aggression. I, I did, and I, I found the, the mash bill, like the breakdown of it, so it's a two-to-one blend. 68% corn, 20% winter rye, which I don't even know what that is, uh, 12% mar- uh, malted barley, 48% winter rye, uh, 40% corn, and 12% barley again. That's the blend. I mean, that's that's a good bit of corn in there, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure the other ryes have something with it too, but I, I, I wanted more aggression. And people are probably wondering how you got like a 68% corn and another 40% corn, and then you had the rye in there and you had the barley in there. That's because, as he said, it is a blend. It is a blended whiskey, right? Or it, it's got to be blended, I guess, in the front end because yeah, if it's they, if it's in bond, yeah, then once it's bottled, it's done. Correct. So. Once it's bottled, it's done. Yeah, it's it's all done on the front end. Is what is yeah. the way they have it listed out here on their uh, on their page. So very very interesting. It is blended before it's put into the barrel mm-hmm. and then aged in the barrel in bond. So Renee had a question about what is bonded, right? So we got into this discussion. Let's just remind people for those who don't know, bonded is basically a way of aging whiskey that is inspected by the government. In order for something to be bottled in bond, it has to meet some criteria. One, it has to be under a government-inspected warehouse, and then it also has to come out at 100 proof. There's also an age statement, I believe. I think it's four years. We'll, I'll double-check that. We'll come back with that. But the, the two big criteria, 100 proof, and then under government inspection. That came about because many, many years ago, I mean, whiskey has been around literally since George Washington the first still in the United States was owned by Washington under historical record. And the reality is during the days of the old West whiskey became something that was kind of an enigma wrapped in a riddle, that whole thing, right? Because what was in the bottle, you never exactly knew what you were getting. You might've been getting turpentine with Brown coloring and, you know, and pepper. Yes. Yes. You might have gotten rubbing alcohol and, and corn syrup. I mean, there's all kinds of things you might've gotten. You weren't getting actual whiskey when the government enacted bonding with the whiskey that ensures that what you get is what's on the label. That's how you know. Now today's, some of today's best whiskeys are not bonded in any way, shape or form because we can trust what they have done. We will also trust that Sam, right when we get into the good part of the conversation is sit in the corner and give me the finger 
And I mean the one-minute finger, right? So we're going to wrap this segment up. We're going to come back. We're going to do the Morse Whiskey Rating Code, start to get into some topics. We'll play What Would You Pay very, very quickly when we come back on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. This is Implicit Bites. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Men want to look like men. That means when it's time for a fresh cut, men go where men go. All-American Barbering. Licensed barber Nick Duplishan and the staff at All-American Barbering do it right. From old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping, even boys look like men after a cut from All-American Barbering. A veteran-owned business, All-American Barbering is located in Broussard at 807 Albertsons Parkway, Suite B. Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. Go to All-American Barbering. Do you want your vehicle to be unique? Go to Unique Paint Body. Whether your vehicle is damaged, needs body work, or if it's time to create a distinctive look showing off your vehicle's best qualities, Unique Paint Body will create the best experience for you. We at Unique Paint Body pride ourselves in delivering custom work as unique as our customers. I'm Caleb Gidger with Unique Paint Body. We are located in Crowley, Louisiana, and will work with all insurance providers to give you a unique paint body experience. You deserve to be unique. Call us at 337-785-2288 or find us on Facebook at Unique Paint LLC. This is Louis Pizzolatto, the owner of Coin and Treasure. We're your local source for rare coins, bullion, silver, and gold. In these unprecedented and uncertain times of government overreaching and economic instability, the security of having gold and silver is the perfect way to diversify your portfolio. Both gold and silver have been the tangible assets since the beginning of recorded times. Visit us today at Coin and Treasure. We are local, experienced, and still American-owned and American-proud. For 43 years, it's Coin and Treasure, 2472 West Congress. You deserve the healthiest and tastiest steaks available. You deserve Wagyu. Known for its unmatched flavor and marbling, Rosewood Farms raises Texas Wagyu and is only available at a few select locations at Acadiana. Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu has a buttery flavor and is remarkably tender. It is also high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are known to fight heart disease, Alzheimer's, and arthritis. As for Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu at Shawbine's Market, Took's Meat Market, and Alexander's Market in Baton Rouge, tell them it's your implicit bias. Taste the Wagyu difference with Rosewood Farms Texas Wagyu. And maybe the problem of two people don't amount to a hill of beans, but this is our hill. And these are our beans. Welcome back to Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon. This an abbreviated episode of Implicit Bias. We will be off the air at 11 a.m. today so UL basketball can take over. That is the way that we here, the crew of Implicit Bias, supports our local university, our local basketball team. We wish them the best. Hope they win. And truth be told, 
I mean, if they're kicking us off the air, they better win, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's what <laughs> I figured. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Yeah, we are not holding back. No, seriously, we wish them the best. We want the Cajuns to win. We are sampling our weekly whiskey. It is Wyoming whiskey, bonded the Outrider extension, and that is Rider with an R, as we have the crew here in the Top Secret Podcast later this week. To my right, sitting, ironically, in the chair of intoxication because he is, trust me, not going to get intoxicated on our weekly whiskey. He is... Louis Pizzolatto of Coin and Treasure. Louis, we are going to play not what would you pay first. We are going to actually say what is the Morse whiskey rating code for this whiskey. Now, before you give me your rating, let me explain to our listeners who might be listening for the first time the Morse whiskey rating code. Red, I would not drink it even if it's free. Yellow, I will drink it if it's free. Green, I would buy this. Or blue, I will seek this out. I must have this on my bar. This is a special occasion whiskey. So you told us you have your rating. This is the Lewis Pizzolatto rating. Okay, so so where does it rate on the Morse Whiskey rating code? Five. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so five. We have a rating. Sam in the corner. I think I know where Sam's going to go with this one. I have a feeling, and go ahead. I mean, this is a classic yellow for me. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm... I am. I am I think it would be a surprised. two on the Lewis scale. I, I think it would be a yellow on the Caleb scale. For me, this is like somebody give it to you thing. This is like, oh, I heard you like whiskey. Here's some whiskey you can have. Like, oh, I am happily surprised because Sam actually wasn't dishonest on this one. Because we've seen him sit there and drink whiskeys and go, oh, that's a red. Really, you just drank it for two hours. I mean, give me a break. So I'm glad that he actually came in at a yellow. Thank you, I mean, Sam. I, for, I would drink it, yeah. Thank but. you for your intellectual honesty for once. Renee. <laughs> See, I was thinking red, but, you know, that red thing always gets to me because I wouldn't drink it even if it's free. Well, it's free, and we drank it to find out what the rating is, Okay, but, so I give it a yellow. Okay, so you, but I guess my question is you will continue to drink it, right? Uh, right here yeah. on the show. Okay, yeah, well, sure. there you go. Then there you go. Sure. If you were going to stop say, and say, you know what? I, I tried it. And no, I'm nope, not. I ain't doing no more. I get no, that. I, I feel I'll like give it a yellow. Kavan's tainting the integrity of the scale right no, now. I am putting upholding. a lot of pressure on people. I am I like, upholding the integrity of the scale. I tell you what, I like Lewis's five. <laughs> but I like yours better, a two. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it leveled out. I already know. When I tasted it, I knew what it was. Um, and then I teetered a little bit, you know. I did. I thought, man, maybe, maybe it could go this way, but it's, it's not the worst. No. So no. it's, it's definitely a yellow for me. So I, I think I'm like you. I, I think when I first tasted it, I went, oh, I think this is a solid green. And as I started to drink a little more here and there, I'm like, you know, this is probably just a solid yellow. And I think we have landed upon the elusive rating that we have been searching for, for that special bottle that we don't know what it is. We've talked about putting special stickers with it and things of that nature. I just think from now on, the bottle that we find that is so incredibly special that it is off the charts, it is now a five. That is not this whiskey, but the, that bottle will become the Louis Pizzolatto Honorary Five. Yes. Okay, so the question is, what would you pay? Now, this is not what do you think it chimes in at. This is what would you pay for this bottle of whiskey in a grocery store, in a liquor store? Lewis, we're going to start with you. What do you think this would run, and what would you pay for it? I, I would think it would run $35, and I would pay 15 
Okay. Well, so there's an interesting from somebody who doesn't drink a whole bunch of whiskey. Uh, okay. Love it. Five. Sam. I think this is an $18 bottle of whiskey, Alex. $18. Renee. Uh, I'm thinking 30 but like Lewis, I wouldn't pay 10 Okay, so you it's, know, it's a yellow. because I gave it a yellow. Well, so and, and look, we've had I some. I wouldn't buy it. We've had yeah. some. We've had some nine dollar bottles that we've been like, I'd pay thirty, thirty five for this. Right. So yeah, you're gonna get some of that that sway sometimes in pricing. All right. And see, that, that's the difficulty with it because with a yellow, like I'm not gonna buy it, but I fully expect this to be on the on the shelf. I agree with Lewis. Thirty five bucks. I think it's a sub forty dollar bottle. So this may be the first one where I think no one has been on target. Oh. Because this one, this one is going to chime in at a sixty-five-ish dollar bottle of whiskey. Yes, this is a. If you're going to buy this, no matter where you find it, it's going to be sixty-five-ish bucks. Well, and if I if I'm in that store, you'll still find it there. Yes, that's why Sam said you could find it everywhere because. You know. Well, and look, you <laughs> know, not, there's and there's a saying. I think it's, it's not bad. There's it's, a, it's not bad. It's just not my cup of tea. There, I think that. Yeah. If you're the kind of person that likes an old-fashioned, this would probably make a pretty good old-fashioned. I think it'd make a phenomenal old-fashioned. I yes. think that if you're somebody who normally mixes their whiskey with soda or something else, this would be a good go-between because it's yeah, got but, the sweet that I'm not a fan of. I think it'll kind of spend? Would you spend $65 for a whiskey that you're going to mix other things with? To me, if you're going to do a mixing whiskey, you go a cheaper whiskey. Well, and I'm, I'm just I'm saying that I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, but uh, I think for somebody who's trying to find out what they like, this is a, this is a good one to try, especially if you normally put Dr Pepper or Coke or like uh, Gatorade. Or- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots. Of, Gatorade's a new one. I, I'm yet yeah. to have that. Ginger ale. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So let's make the transition because we've gotten our, our Morse whiskey rating code. We've played. What would you pay? Let's start talking about some of the stories because ultimately, and I'm curious as to just thoughts. I'm going to open this up because during the monologue. I looked around and I saw a lot of heads nodding when I talked about us being farmed as opposed to us being the farmers maybe of our own stuff. And really, the reality is I'm sitting here in the Top Secret podcast lair watching a couple of members of the crew sort through things in their lives and they're like, yep, yep, I'm being farmed right now. One of those companies, and I'm going to put this out there, growing up, and we've talked a little bit about this on the show, growing up, my mother had the same washer and dryer from the day I could remember until she moved out of that home. It wasn't wrinkle release, permanent press. It washed clothes. They dried clothes. And it lasted for the better part. Say I started memories around five. I moved out of that house around 23, 24. Well, no, it was 24 because I was out of the house before they moved. So I was easily 24, 25. So it lasted a good minimum 20 years. Today, we are paying more for that product for it to last 20% of that time. And that is universal across the board. That's just kind of the way that we've gone. Guys, do you, do you see a difference in the years that you've been around where you kind of look up and go, you know, much like with the cell phone company that I talked about, once they got you, they got you, and they don't care anymore. Well, I mean, most of the products that are made now are disposable. They're not fixable. That washing machine Correct. that your mom had, now, she might have called the repairman three or four times to come fix stuff. Yeah, for 30 40 50 bucks. Right, and he would come and make it work again, and it lasted another five, ten years. Nowadays, you can't even get parts. I had a freezer last week 
that I had to put out to the curb because the lid warped. The plastic inside all broke up, and you couldn't buy the parts for it. They no longer made it. It still ran, but all the seals were gone, everything. I couldn't repair it, so I had to go buy a new one. It's, it's crazy. Correct me if I'm wrong, I believe the term is planned obsolescence. Well, yeah. Correct. No, it's called corporate greed because they, <laughs> they sell us new appliances for a phenomenal amount of money. So the bottom line goes up so their stockholders are happy. And see, I always heard it as designed obsolescence, right? Planned obsolescence, same thing. But yeah, the concept is, is very, very real. Man, we see it across the industry, across every industry. You know, uh, it's not necessarily the stuff that you and I sell. I mean, a, a cigar is a one-time use thing if you do it right, and a good firearm will pa- land, will be passed down for generations. Yeah, I sell, I sell consumables. There you go. <laughs> Correct, and it is designed to be just consumable. Like ammo, yeah. Just like the ammo you sell yep. is consumable. One-time pop. <laughs> yep. But you know, things aren't designed to be passed down for generations anymore. That's, that's just not what they're designed for because. These larger, I don't want to say these larger corporations, but what they've learned, what businesses, large businesses and industries have learned is that if they can make something to where it's got a finite amount of time and usefulness, they will go out and buy it again. You know, we used to call a repairman for all kinds of stuff, but now good luck getting a guy to come out and repair your wash and dryer. Now. How about your TV? I mean, now, yeah. now you're talking 45, 50 inch TVs for three, 400 yeah. bucks. It doesn't. A guy cannot make a living no, it's not repairing those well, at the cost because it's cheaper to actually mm-hmm. buy a new one than it is to bring somebody out and repair it. Well, to start with, they don't have the parts. Whenever a manufacturer makes a run of a model of TV, they get the parts just for the amount of TVs they're making. After you buy that TV, go look up and try to find yep. parts. Next there time. are none. You just It's designed to be thrown away and replaced. So let's talk about the ultimate farming con the ultimate farming scam it's government government is the ultimate farming scam and here's why because the government looks at the number of people in the country and says all right we know what our gross domestic product's going to be we know what the average earnings of a person over a lifespan is going to be therefore we know how much we can collect in taxes And we can make off of every individual citizen. And the biggest way they did it, the biggest way it was done, was to take away your spending power. This is why we bring in people like Louis Pizzolatto. Because when we were on the gold standard, you could have gold, you could have cash. And guess what? Your cash represented gold. Today, our cash represents a promissory note from a private corporation that is the sole contractor of the United States federal government to produce currency. It is the Fed. It's why maybe we're starting to see cryptocurrency create some ripples there. But the crazy part is, I think that's even worse. So gold and silver, Lewis, as we get into this conversation, you know, you say it in your commercial, it has been the currency since the dawn of time. 5,000 years, it's been money for real people. It's it's fought wars, it's saved lives, but it's honest money and has been for 5,000 years. When you take that away from people, does it truly make them farmable? Because now, you know, if you have enough gold, no matter what the government does to your currency, you still have your valuable asset. If the government just starts producing more currency today, 
guess what? They've been farming you for taxes. They're still going to hit you for the percentage of taxes, and they are effectively reducing what you make. One thing to think about about inflation, I've always one of the fears is, is that the plan is to inflate. If you're at a 30% tax rate, let's just pick a number, and there's $10 there, they're going to end up with 3 bucks. If they inflate it on purpose, on purpose to $100 is the value of that 10, suddenly they're getting 30 bucks. And this is the direction of the really the only way that they can save the system is by inflating their way out of this. That's the position that they're in now. Wow. And when you think about it that way, the reality then becomes, so the, the government gets 30 and people are saying, great, my $10 is now worth 100. Here's the problem. All the stuff you buy went from being worth $5 to being worth 50. Well, it's, it's people think that their money is multiplying, but the money is not multiplying. It's being divided. That way, exactly. someone else gets a bigger piece of the pie and your value is diminished. Look, our value is being diminished by Sam in the freaking corner as he gives us the one-minute finger again. Yeah, there he is running the show. He is the Oz behind the curtain, the great and mystical Oz. We got another nickname for him. Yeah, we'll, we'll close things out. We'll come back with a funny story here on the show. Uh, to wrap up the hour live on the air, don't forget our second hour broadcast exclusively via podcast. Please find us Implicit Bias the microphone with the whiskey glass in the bottom. Subscribe, get your implicit bias every week right here on News Talk 96.5. Luxury Limo of Lafayette is now offering airport transportation in style. Get dropped and picked up in their luxurious sedan or their Mercedes-Benz Sprinter for up to 12 travelers. And that's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 30 passenger party buses. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, 565-4385, or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Treat yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. You deserve the healthiest and tastiest steaks available. You deserve Wagyu. Known for its unmatched flavor and marbling, Rosewood Farms raises Texas Wagyu and is only available at a few select locations at Acadiana. Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu has a buttery flavor and is remarkably tender. It is also high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are known to fight heart disease, Alzheimer's, and arthritis. As for Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu at Shawbine's Market, Took's Meat Market, and Alexander's Market in Baton Rouge, Tell them it's your implicit bias. Taste the Wagyu difference with Rosewood Forms Texas Wagyu. Anderson Pest Control is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and termite control. We're a Louisiana company with Louisiana hospitality that has the knowledge and expertise to handle all your pest control needs. Anderson Pest Control, we wouldn't put technicians in your house that we wouldn't put in ours. Way down here in the Bayou State, critters come in every single size and shape. Pick up the phone, don't hesitate. Call Anderson Pest Control today. This is Louis Pizzolatta, the owner of Coin and Treasure. We're your local source for rare coins, bullion, silver, and gold. In these unprecedented and uncertain times of government overreaching and economic instability, the security of having gold and silver is the perfect way to diversify your portfolio. Both gold and silver have been 
the tangible asset since the beginning of recorded times. Visit us today at Coin and Treasure. We are local, experienced, and still American-owned and American-proud. For 43 years, it's Coin and Treasure, 2472 West Congress. Do you want your vehicle to be unique? Go to Unique Paint Body. Whether your vehicle is damaged, needs body work, or if it's time to create a distinctive look showing off your vehicle's best qualities, Unique Paint and Body will create the best experience for you. We at Unique Paint and Body pride ourselves in delivering custom work as unique as our customers. I'm Caleb Gidger with Unique Paint and Body. We are located in Crow, Louisiana, and will work with all insurance providers to give you a unique paint and body experience. You deserve to be unique. Call us at 337-785-2288 or find us on Facebook at Unique Paint LLC. Scared money don't make money. Welcome back to the final segment for this week's episode of Implicit Bias if you're only listening via radio. If you are listening via podcast, believe me, you want to stay with us because we've got some stories coming your way. Anytime you have a story that involves implicit bias and Viagra, trust me, you want to be around for this one. We're going to bring that to you in the second hour, which will be broadcast exclusively via podcast. You can find us anywhere podcasts are distributed Remember, look for the microphone with a whiskey glass in the bottom. Subscribe to Implicit Bias, and we'll continue the conversation as we solve the problems of the world this week in about 48 minutes. We are presented by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. Since we are abbreviated, the first hour has now become the second hour, which is the hour brought to you by Piper Saban, 3916 West Congress. We have Acadiana's only certified master tobacconist with us here in the Top Secret Podcast Layer this week. We also have, from Coin and Treasure, Louis Pizzolatto, a new member of the Top Secret Podcast Layer crew, and of course, in the corner, Sam Stokes, who has kept us on time as best as he can in this whirlwind of an episode of Implicit Bias. We are talking about how we have gone from being a nation of farmers, and when I say farmers, I mean we reap the rewards of what we produce, to being a nation of the farmed where the government is essentially looking at each of us and saying, what do you produce and what will we get to reap from that? And not just the government, corporations, businesses, all of them. Because when they know they got you, they got you. Speaking of which, when they got you, they got you. This story came out this week. Ellie Reynolds. This came out from The Federalist. I'm going to read you the headline, then I'm going to read you the most prominent paragraph that will explain everything you need to know. The headline reads, Email shows Biden's FDA pressured Google to take down YouTube video on monoclonal antibody drug. So the best thing about this is that we have hindsight, right? We do get to be armchair quarterbacks on this because when this email was sent, it was sent on April 30th. We are a full almost eight months past that date. So we know some things today that maybe we didn't know then. However, you can ask a lot of doctors and they will tell you therapeutics was going to be a way to treat the, the virus that we are dealing with today pretty much on a daily basis. This is what is said in the article, and I quote, an email from April 30th reportedly shows FDA social media director Brad Kimberly writing to Jan Fowler Antonaros, a lobbyist for YouTube's parent company, Google, about a three-minute video about the drug, and I'm not even going to try and say what the name of the drug is, Leronlimab, something like that. This is the quote. I just wanted to flag a video that we believe is misleading when it comes to COVID-19, says the email, 
written the same day the video was posted. Continues the quote, Overall, the video is very problematic when it comes to COVID misinformation. Kimberly continues, This video should be pulled. Now, at the time, that drug not approved by the FDA. So, to be fair to the administration, right? Not approved by the FDA, that is a standard by which a lot of things are looked at. However, what we do know is that people were getting antibodies at the time. Monoclonal antibodies were being used to treat COVID in April of this year. The question becomes, if I'm a member of this administration, isn't the goal to take people who are sick and get them healthy? Right now, to be fair, I also haven't seen the video. But knowing what we know now, the ability to armchair quarterback, it brings a lot about it brings about a lot of questions. Caleb, I saw you kind of give me a little maybe you, you might differ with me here in this conversation, and that's good. You know, I would think the goal is for people to get better, but when you think about the millions of tax dollars that are paid, you also want to keep the consumer on the hook. When you look at things that are approved by the FDA, right? Uh, bottled water is approved by the FDA. You can use bottled water that is FDA approved to treat dehydration. Tap water, on the other hand, is not approved by the FDA. But I can personally tell you, if you're dehydrated, it works. And the crazy part is the FDA is also the governing body that puts an expiration date on bottled water. So it's been in the ground for a couple million years. Billions but of years. How long? Billions and billions. And, and billions of and years. And back in the ground after I wee it out. You know, <laughs> and, and the reality <laughs> is... They're now telling you through the rocks and stuff. They're now telling you that because you put it in a bottle, it's going to no longer be good. It's going to expire after 12, 18 months. It's going to get all watered down, man. (laughs) And that's why we keep Sam on the show for that that one second. We're we're talking about our government who we trust to do all kinds of stuff, including bonding this whiskey that we just rated a yellow. Correct. You know, so, you know, you can't depend on the government to do stuff like that. So I'm not, believe me, I, I think government is the biggest human being farming scam in the history of scams, right? Because ultimately government gets to look at all of us and say, okay, we have this lot of people. How much do we get to take from them? How much are they going to produce for us as government? And people who love big government, believe the government has the right to your product. They believe the government has the right to technically steal from you. Well, people forget that, especially the the pro-government people, that the government works for us. We do not work for them. They work for us. But they keep trying to grow themselves. Bureaucracies keep growing themselves. And, of course, that costs us more money, which is more taxes. And it's just Because they're farming us, right? Exactly. So they can grow more. Caleb? When you look at it, when you look at the ability of them to farm us and how much they do, when you're born, you're taxed. When you're growing, you're taxed. You're taxed on what you eat, what you sleep in, what you wear, how much fuel you buy. Everything is a tax on everything. When you die, there's a tax. Your, your children and your heirs will pay that tax as well. You are taxed on the breath that you breathe, but yet we think that the government that taxes everything we own and everything we touch and everything we don't touch has our interest at heart. And, and look, you're calling this out perfectly because ultimately, think of it this way. You go out, you garner a $100 million fortune. Yes. Now, there are ways 
There are ways to mitigate this, but this is the way the rules are set up. You pass on. You have paid income tax on that $100 million fortune, right? You have paid all kinds of taxes on it. You pass on. You want to take what you have already paid taxes on and give that to your children. And the government says, oh, no, 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 there's an inheritance tax there. Wait, what? What? Why does the government get to tax something what they have already taxed before and taxed multiple times? Because ultimately, you're the product. Renee? I mean, we have, in, in my industry, I mean, tobacco taxes, we have multi-layers of tax. I mean, it's common that, you know, we stuff comes in, there's a customs duty that's paid, which is a tax. Then they have federal excise taxes, and then each state, puts an excise tax on that. And then when you buy the product, there's a sales tax. So now you've had four layers of tax. You've paid tax on tax on tax on tax. So Lewis, is this one of the reasons why the government doesn't want you having bulk gold, silver, why they don't want a lot of it out there? Because if I buy a lot of bulk gold today and it goes up in value, I never have to let the government know that I still have all this bulk gold, correct? If you sell it, if they, you sell it, they know they, they, they want to know. Okay. Let, let's say that also though, if you grow tomatoes in your backyard yeah, and you sell two tomatoes, they want to know that too. They want to know that too. And that's, that's the degree that we've got ourselves involved in the system. It is tax on tax on tax. Just like Renee says, one of the interesting things I think, and this is just marginally awful what you're talking about is note some of the big corporations that you mentioned. We're going to talk about the Amazons, the Microsofts, the Berkshire Hathaway companies. You notice that you were talking inheritance tax. These guys, because of their own fear of not wanting to give up one penny to the government because they trust them so little, whether you argue about where the money's going they're donating virtually all their money away to foundations. Their, their foundations. Correct. And that's a way for them to keep it in there. Think of the Clinton Foundation. They put it all they put it all Wait, of it in there. The Clinton Crime Family Foundation? And, and, yeah. And, no. and, and, the, and the way they handle that is, is guess what? We're gonna take a big salary, we're gonna do this, and that goes on into a perpetuity. Yep. The average guy that's trying to make a living, he gets over a certain amount. You know, you can't afford to give everything you have to the Coin and Treasure Foundation. So what you do is you want to give it to your kids, your grandkids, whatever, and they come in with a rake. And that's where the issue has become. And I'm going to make you one promise. It's not going to get better. Well, so I I was just about to ask the question. So are we to blame for letting it get this deep? Yes. Well, it's, not, it's not just us. It's generations before us as well. Yeah, fair. You know, when you well, when you think about years but ago. But not fam- many. No, not many. But years ago, families used to say, well, I'm going to buy more land. You know, you always heard it. They're not making any more of it, right? Right. Well, then whenever your kids inherit it, well, now they have your inheritance tax on top of the land. Then you have property taxes. If you think you own property, try not paying your property taxes. Yeah. Yeah. They right? Come, well, then they'll come take the land that you bought. And I they mean, will sell it. They will give you, yep. they will take what they owe in taxes and they will give you the rest if they get it. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is the really smart people 
are going to these property sales, these sheriff sales. They're buying land for pennies on the dollar. The original owner gets nothing. The person with the money ends up with the land for a long time. The government gets its cut. And the only person who got stuck was the person who inherited it a lot of times. It's because most yeah. of the, most people can't afford that kind of property. If you leave someone 10,000 acres, 1,000 acres, you know, once you realize yeah. the property is owned and everything else, and then they have the inheritance tax with it and all that as well, and then you have to pay your property taxes, and you have to pay your fees to relicense and retitle and everything else and draw up new plots. Before you realize it, you're like, well, I could buy a house or we'll have to pay them. It's just better to sell it. Right. And therein lies, I think, part of the problem because, you know, we talk about the fact that it's been generations, right? So we, we've documented the generational problem. But let's be honest here. A lot of this really started with Social Security. You know, I had a long conversation with my 15-year-old about what Social Security was. And when I explained to him that the government will take a portion of everything I make in order to secure my retirement and then... When I retire, I risk getting back 10 cents on the dollar as to what I gave them in perpetuity if it's there. And you get to pay taxes on that money that they're giving you that you put into the system. That, That is why maybe it's time for the farm to turn into animal farm, which we will do in the second hour, which you can find on podcast. It will post right about the time the show posts, if not sooner. You can find it anywhere podcasts can be purveyed. Implicit bias, whiskey glass in the bottom. We're wrapping up today here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. This has been Implicit Bias. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway of the smell of cigar smoke, just buy her something nice and she will appreciate it a lot more. If you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar, come sit on our porch. Just remember to bring your chair. Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride. Clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location, get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Do you want your vehicle to be unique? Go to Unique Paint Body. Whether your vehicle is damaged, needs body work, or if it's time to create a distinctive look showing off your vehicle's best qualities, Unique Paint Body will create the best experience for you. 
We at Unique Paint and Body pride ourselves in delivering custom work as unique as our customers. I'm Caleb Gidry with Unique Paint and Body. We are located in Crowley, Louisiana, and will work with all insurance providers to give you a unique paint and body experience. You deserve to be unique. Call us at 337-785-2288 or find us on Facebook at Unique Paint LLC. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Welcome into the second hour of this week's episode of Implicit Bias, available only via podcast. So if you're listening, that means you found us. Tell your friends, subscribe, please broadcast this out there so they can get their implicit bias just like you get yours. We sampled this week. Wyoming Whiskey Outrider, 100 proof, a yellow on the Morse Whiskey rating code, and came in at a what would you pay of, unfortunately, well under what the actual price of this is going to be on the shelf. A drinkable whiskey, something you would want to mix if you are a whiskey beginner, probably not a bad one, but for those out there who maybe find that their palate likes uh, what I might call the Buffalo Trace flavor profile, probably not going to be one out there that you're going to uh, thoroughly enjoy. You might enjoy it in a mixed drink. It is a little sweet, high corn mash bill, so something that uh, you may want to partake of, a yellow on the Morse Whiskey rating code. We are talking about how we have been farmed, basically how we have been played, how we now are the commodity to be harvested by businesses, corporations, governments, you name it. We would be remiss if we did not, and we we didn't avoid this in the first hour that was actually on the radio, but it happened actually during our recording, um, so or the day of our recording, so we absolutely have to do this on this particular implicit bias, which, by the way, is presented by the Rustic Renegade 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. This now second hour, which is the first hour, we will also call the second hour as well. That is brought to you by Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress. He is Mr. Rene Girardi. He's in the house, as well as the Rustic Renegade. Sam Stokes in the corner. And our implicit bias newbie, Louis Pizzolatto of Coin and Treasure, right there on Congress. If you're looking for something unique, if you're looking for something old, valuable, if you're looking for something that is a precious metal. So let's see, precious, old, valuable. I think I just described myself. No, you will not find me there, but you will find Louis Pizzolatto. <laughs> okay, I'm at least glad Rene laughed at the joke, because trust me, it's purely a joke. I'm not old. So <laughs> Sam missed it. Sam wasn't listening over in the corner. I mean, I got it. I just... <laughs> he didn't want to reply. All right. So the story that broke the day that we recorded this week's episode of Implicit Bias, Jesse Smollett, guilty, five out of six counts. Now, here's the interesting part. I, I want to say he's only up for a couple of years potential prison time. He has not been sentenced at the time of this recording. But Jesse Smollett, officially guilty of manufacturing a hate crime. What what did he not get charged with? What's, what's the count that they didn't find him guilty of? So it was, 
He got charged with multiple counts for filing multiple reports in each discussion he apparently had with police. It was one of those... Oh, so like falsifying government documents. Correct, kind of stuff. correct. And it was one of those repetitive reports. Uh, that That's my understanding. It's now, probably the one where he was like, I was wearing two shoes. Yeah. Uh, that one, they were like, yeah, that's factual. <laughs> Everything <laughs> yeah. else made up. But the reality is, I mean, you're talking about a guy who made national headlines. Oh, he had he had the entire news media behind him going, "Oh, you poor fella. You know, it's it's homophobic, it's racial, it's this, it's that, it's this." And I, he lied. He lied. He lied and about the, all of it. And the city of Chicago spent a bunch of money. I mean, what? It was over $100,000 the police department spent in oh, investigations. investigations. It was I absurd. They, I hope they get him on, re- on restitution for the taxpayers' Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't care if he goes to jail. He needs to come up with a bunch of money. Of course, he's unemployed right now, and nobody's going to hire him. You know, oh, I heard. But, well, wait, wait, wait. I heard he's now auditioning for Oz. <laughs> oh, wait. No, he's actually going to live it. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Sam. You know that was a good one. Yeah. You know that was good. Uh, Caleb, you, I know you like that one, too. I'll give it a five. <laughs> Maybe they could get him to, like, teach, uh, like, classes on, like, what not to do and well, how I to mean, be more accepting and all that. And he could, like, stand in front of a mirror and say, don't do what I did. So, first of all, I think he owes everyone who ever donned a MAGA hat restitution. Because he did immeasurable damage because he claimed that his attacker was wearing a MAGA hat. Look, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, there, is, there isn't a MAGA hat in existence in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, you know, right there, it should have been, everybody should have called BS on that one. Because you know Chicago ain't MAGA country. Well, and look, you know, you're speaking in a little hyperbole. Not much. A, a little, right? <laughs> but, I mean... Okay, so there's a lot to unpack with this. So number one, hint, word to the wise. Kids, if you happen to be listening with your parents out there, if you're gonna make it up, make it believable. Don't make it such an unbelievable lie. I mean, if I show up tomorrow to work at three o'clock in the afternoon and my employer says, where were you? And I say, man... I got abducted by aliens who were then shot down by a hypersonic Chinese missile and ended up having to fight my way out of it with a spitball gun that's a pump action with a roll of toilet paper. They're going to go, really? The only true part (laughs) of that, the only true part of that is the hypersonic missile. (laughs) I don't know because, so hold on. The Chinese have apparently discovered a monolith on the moon, which that's a whole nother discussion, which we may talk about later. But... Number one, if you're going to make it something up, make it believable. I mean, swing Boy. for the fences, I guess, right? Maybe he thought, look, if I, may, if I spin this yarn so good, who's going to challenge it? And look, how long did it go? Well, there's another thing to talk about. That's another facet to this story to unpack, which is lawmakers in Illinois tried to not charge him. They tried to sweep this under the rug and make this go away. Well, we want to talk about wait, media wait. collusion and us being it, farmed. It wasn't just the it wasn't lawmakers. It was the DA. Well, it's the DA did not want to press charges on this one. When, whenever you take away the punishment and people people uh, repetitively get away with the same kind of BS, and there's no real uh, no crime to pay, 
no no punishment oh, yeah, and everything else. There's no penalty. People are going to try everything. Sure, sure. I mean, look, boys and girls, don't tell lies. Just tell the truth. Come clean and remember to take your vitamins every day. Yeah, for, for, <laughs> all right, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. For, for those of us that are parents, right, if, if you let your kid lie to you all the time, if you let your kid color on the walls and you don't correct them, no. or if you just yeah. say, hey, you should stop that. Look, I've got two boys, look. right? And if all, if all I ever told them was, hey, you should stop that, I guarantee they wouldn't have stopped anything. No. I, I remember um, I, this this happened a while back, so uh, I'm, I'm a little shaky on the exact details, but I remember whenever it first broke, people felt sorry for him and everything, and he was doing all the daytime TV circuit. Oh, he, and then oh, the, yeah. he did he did all he of did the big-time daytime the, talk shows the over The cameras right. came out with <laughs> the two Nigerians that he hired. Yes. Uh-huh. That apparently were... Donald friends? Trump voters? I, I don't know. Well, no, 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 they weren't. They're, no, they, weren't they were friends of his, or apparently. So, so those were the supposed MAGA hat wearing, yeah, the yeah. Nigerians. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Their two Nigerian brothers were wearing the MAGA hat, supposedly, <laughs> was the story. You know, and Jesse had come out and said that it was two white guys wearing MAGA hats. I think people were doubting him before that, and then once that came out, that's whenever public opinion just swayed completely Well, I mean, he was them. out, you know, he was out there pushing the, the you know, I'm a gay black man and you know in hollywood and you know he was on a show that was getting they were getting ready to write him off and he needed he wanted a new contract and wanted more money so he came up with this idea to do this and get all this publicity so he could kind of push the producers of the show well and that's the theory right that's the the working theory is that he was doing this to try and keep himself in a job. He needed, to, he needed to keep his name out in public. Here's maybe the worst part of all of this for me, which is we have said on this show for a long time that it's a conspiracy. It's just not a theory. And now we find out from what Smollett, his own testimony in court, that the media conspiracy is real. Smollett testified Right now, this story comes out of Fox News, but Smollett testified in court that he received texts from CNN host Don Lemon, supposedly relaying information that the Chicago Police Department didn't believe Smollett's account of what happened. Matt Finn, Matt Finn reported from the Windy City Courthouse, right? Reps for CNN, imagine this, and Lemon did not immediately respond to Fox News' request for comment. I wonder why. This is the same news... Well, this is the same organization. They are no longer getting qualified as being called a news organization. They are a propaganda organization. This is the same propaganda organization that just fired, finally, Chris Cuomo Mm -hmm. for him backdoor helping his brother, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of the state of New York, right? With media connections and influences and things... The conspiracy is vast and deep. The good news, and I guess bad news is, it's just not a theory. No. No. I mean, CNN isn't what it used to be. Whenever it first started, it was the cable news network, the news network that would go around the world. I mean, remember uh, Desert Storm and all of that? They were a news network. Now, it's a propaganda network. I mean, that's all it is, is propaganda. Don Lemon, I... I don't know if they're going to fire him because they're again another gay black man, you know. Well, he claimed, go- and, and here's the best part: Lemon was on air claiming how this was personal for him, right? right? Yeah. And and now we find out that he let his personal feelings 
interject because he was friends with Smollett into the story because he was texting him in the background saying, hey, look, I know you don't know this. I do. And not reporting it. Right? I I know they don't believe you, but I'm not going to report it. We can't be surprised by that either, right? No matter what, if you know somebody, you're going to have your bias to want to help them. I don't disagree with that. No matter what. Now, as, as a news anchor and someone who's trying to find the truth, even if you try to walk that line, you're going to be biased toward them. That's why, realistically, you shouldn't be put on the case. Well, exactly. And, and you should a, not be allowed to report on it. I got a question about this. Because, I mean, all of these networks now, they have opinion people, and then they have journalists. What does Don Lemon consider himself? Is he one of the opinion types? Like, everybody knows, like, Tucker, Tucker Carlson. He's opinion. He's an, he's an opinion guy. He is not a news guy. Is Lemon considered a news guy so or think, an opinion guy? I, I mean, think here's the problem. Cuomo used to be a news guy, but he became an opinion guy. I think the problem, Renee, is that the lines have become blurred. Because what happens is opinion guys give opinions on the news. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sam's giving me the one-minute finger. The good news is this is podcast only, so guess what? You get uncut, unfiltered. You just get us rolling, and we will drop in the ads when it is time. But (laughs) you get opinion guys giving opinions on the news. And then what happens is opinion guys get so tied in that they start breaking news. So sometimes they're news, sometimes they're opinion. Right. And that's where the line gets very, very blurred. Well, it's like, you know... On ABC, Good Morning America, you know you have you have George uh, Stephanopoulos, who is is he an he was a news guy. Mm-hmm. He's it, never been a news guy. He's always been a politician. Well, that they yeah, brought he was a press guy the for Clinton. A big difference. And then you got Robin Roberts, who used to be a sports reporter. Correct. That, is she a news from, guy? from New Orleans, Louisiana? Right from Louisiana, yeah, she graduated well, she played, from Southeastern. She yeah, played basketball. Actually, at she's from Past Christiana. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. The, the but, family's from Past Christiana. But she is. Yeah. She spent a lot of time in Louisiana. But is she a news person? She was a sports person, which is kind of sort of news, but is it more of opinion? Then you have Michael Strahan, who's a sports guy, who's now a, reading the news, who's an astronaut now. So you know, because <laughs> he went up this morning and. You know, so now he's an astronaut. So, you know, I don't know. So <laughs> it's confusing. Just like the first hour, second hour thing. I'm just Caleb, confused. Caleb brought up a really phenomenal point in this conversation, which is the ability to separate yourself from the story that you're covering. So true story. I, as a news reporter here in Lafayette, Louisiana, walked into the courthouse some almost 30 years ago now, the better part of 26 years. And when I walked in, I remember walking, I was going to cover a murder case. And when I looked on the defendant's side of the court, I saw a very good friend of mine's parents, sister, and I'm like, what the heck? Turns out it's my friend's stepbrother. Credit Channel 10, because the first thing I did was call and go, I can't cover this. There is a conflict of interest here. Mm-hmm. I know these parties too well. And they said, you're right. And they took me off the, of reporting that. Very and they put good. somebody else on it, right? That's old school. That, that doesn't happen anymore. Now they go, oh, you know people? Good, you can get the inside scoop. Mm-hmm. That's what they do, right? They want to leverage that to their advantage. You know, it's not enough people have the integrity to say, look, I, I shouldn't do this anymore. 
no one thinks this might be a bad, bad idea. People instead think that every idea they have is a great idea. No one stops to think, because I can, does it mean I should? Well, the bias doesn't matter. I mean, the bias doesn't matter to the media anymore. It matters to us because we, we admit it. We like it. We'll tell you what our biases are, right? Yes, it's implicit. It is. <laughs> Just like yours is. And guess what? There's that old saying about opinions. Everybody's got one. They all stink. So do our biases, right? So the, the reality is when we start to think about how the media is farming us, right? If you stop for a moment and think about the ratings implications of this entire scenario, CNN knows who its viewers are. Mm -hmm. Fox News, they know who their viewers are. They've got the demographics. It is so specific today because of all the data mining that's done. They know that the majority of their viewers are between a certain age range and a certain demographic makeup of, of the community. They watch at a certain time. They watch on a certain day. They know everything. And if you think that they are not trying to give you, and this is the, I love this, this is going to be perfect, the juiciest nugget you can get <laughs> of a story that's going to hook you and keep you, you're... You're maybe plant produce, not animal produce on that farm, right? You know, you know what? I, I get a kick out of this whole thing. I, you know, at the shop, we get bored. So, you know, one of my regulars, he sits there and he puts it on court TV. We've been watching all the court trials and that. This one trial, who he wanted all this publicity, they would not allow court TV in. They wouldn't allow cameras, any of that stuff. Now, oh, they're doing no. audio. Oh, no. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back because there's another trial where they wouldn't let cameras in. They wouldn't let anybody cover it. And if you think we're not being farmed and the cover's about to get pulled back or was about to get pulled back, you're sadly mistaken. That trial, that discussion, when we come back on Implicit Bias podcast exclusive episode. Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride. Clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location, get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry shop and shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Ladies, we know that man in your life is hard to shop for. That's why you need to go to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium. They have unique gifts for the man in your life, including grooming essentials, special coffees, clothing, items perfect for his man cave, and yes, knives, guns, and accessories. So come on by the Rustic Renegade at 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway, just north of Point de Mouton, or visit them online at therusticrenegade.com. That's therusticrenegade.com for the man in your life. Men want to look like men. That means when it's time for a fresh cut, men go where men go. All-American Barbering. 
Licensed barber Nick Duplishan and the staff at All American Barbering do it right. From old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping, even boys look like men after a cut from All American Barbering. A veteran-owned business, All-American Barbering is located in Broussard at 807 Albertsons Parkway, Suite B. Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. Go to All-American Barbering. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E. D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Call before you dig here on Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon. As always, we're presented by the Rustic Renegade 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. This second hour, podcast exclusive only, is actually the first hour, which is going to double as the second hour because you can only get it on podcast because the first hour was only available on the radio. That is brought to you by Piper Saban, 3916 West Congress, and uh, Renee's head just went poof here so, in the Top Secret Podcast layer. So is like this hour going to be first on the podcast? No. Or is the first hour going to be the first on the podcast, and this is the second hour, which is actually the first hour, but it's going to be second. So it's a triple, <laughs> it, it, is, it is essentially a triple negative times another triple negative, which equals a positive, then times another triple negative, plus a double negative, which ends up resulting in who knows what. Speaking of who knows what, <laughs> what are you laughing about over there, Sam? I, I don't get it either, and I'm the one that's got to put it together. So, <laughs> Just be quiet and do your job. As long, All right. as, long as, you're, as long as you're ahead of the Langoliers, time will never catch you. Just understand that. So we are talking about being farmed. We were just talking about court cases. Renee was mentioning that um, the Jesse Smollett case, which actually the verdict broke the day that we recorded this episode of Implicit Bias, guilty on five of six counts. The cameras, court TV, not allowed in that. And he said, it's the only case. And that's not quite accurate. Because there is another case that is, oh my goodness, important. Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, yeah. Forgot about her. Uh-huh. So that's for those who so for those who don't know, and see, that's the problem. Yeah. For those who don't know the name Ghislaine Maxwell, I guarantee you will know this that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend, procurer, ops manager. I mean, who who knows exactly? I, I don't know. I would love to know. I would love to be able to watch this court case, much like we watch the court case of Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. Because transparency here is incredibly important. But guess what? So let's start with kind of where this began, which is she is going to trial. The judge says, you know what? We are going to exclude media from the courtroom because of the unnecessary salaciousness of this case. Not an exact quote, but we're on target with exactly what was said. Um, 
isn't the salaciousness of this case what makes it so important? Isn't it the reason why we should see transparency? No. No? No. Why not? Because there's a black book out there with some very powerful people's names oh, in it. no, And no. we can't have that come out on, on no, you Renee. know, TV. You know, Jeffrey Epstein did not commit suicide. We're, we're he died worse. of COVID. <laughs> so, <laughs> Renee, understand that Frank Drebin is standing in front of the fireworks scr- stand, screaming, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. That's a naked gun reference for those who might remember Frank Drebin. Uh, Leslie Nielsen, great comedic talent. God rest his I mean, soul. That, personally, I think that's the only reason why they would not allow it because there was there's probably some names that oh, are, that could come out that so ooh, some you names don't want to. some names have come out right some names have come out and what's funny is Caleb, you and I were having this conversation on the radio three years ago, mm-hmm. talking about the people who were going to be on the flight logs for Jeffrey Epstein's plane, taking them to what was, or what has become nicknamed Lolita Island, his private island in international waters where there is no legal recourse for any laws in the United States he might break. Was Mr. O'Rourke there? Mr. O'Rourke was not on that island. Oh, okay. But Bill Clinton was on the flight logs 26 times. Welcome to Fantasy Island. Jeffrey Epstein visited the Clinton White House double-digit times. They come out with names of people who were on the flight logs. Donald Trump is on a flight log once, but he is not on a flight log to the island. He is on a flight log from Miami to New Jersey or something of that nature, right? Never going to the island. Yet, this federal judge, who, by the way, happened to get a promotion from the current administration right after this ruling, sealed this case. Was he on the flight log? Um, I believe it's a she, is the judge. I believe oh. the judge was a she. I, I'm not going to, you know. But I'm, you never know, yeah. right? I'm willing to bet you that the the tentacles of this case are vast and deep. Oh. They're going to oh. be in so many pockets, in oh, so yeah. many families, in so many names. And you're never well, going to hear everything. So first of all, I would never take that bet because I have proof that you win that bet. We have proof today that Caleb Morse wins the bet about the depth of and depravity of the tentacles of this case. How do we know? Because there was actually a Twitter account, Alexi Aurora. This account was tracking the entire case as much as they could and putting information out there. They threw up a tweet. And when I say threw up, I don't mean vomit. I mean actually put it up on Twitter. (laughs) They put up a tweet talking about potential ties between Jeffrey Epstein and the Mossad. And within minutes, minutes, that account again became the Lindbergh baby. Gone. All of their tweets erased. Mm-hmm. They, in other words, they shut them down faster than Donald Trump. Oh, I don't know if it was faster, but it was pretty close. <laughs> it was clean. Right? It was clean. It was one of those clean white boy races. Look, Done with it, and they 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 won't they don't want you to pay attention anymore. This guy had you don't mess with the massage. This guy man. had just over half a million followers on Twitter that he was disseminating this information to, and they shut him down. 
I'm talking worse than Sam gets shut down on ladies' night at Legends on Johnston. I thought you were going to say it, bingo. <laughs> he looks like everyone's Sam, cute I'm sorry. grandson. Sam, I'm sorry. That was too easy. I, I just, no, like, they, they shut this account down so badly it's not even funny, right? And you wonder why. Is that why the dude from, Tri- from uh, Twitter resigned? Because it, it, didn't he resign like last week? He, he did resign, and the guy that replaced him is even more of a totalitarian than he was. There's a lot of people that have probably resigned or been shuffled away that are tied to this case. Speaking of tied to this case, BuzzFeed News. Now, look, I know BuzzFeed isn't necessarily the greatest source for news. What I say is trust what people write down, don't trust what people say. Because when people write down official reports... They're documenting something for a reason, right? If you've ever been a manager at, at a company, if you've ever been a leader and you go, oh, I got a problem with this person. I need to start documenting things. You document it because it's important. This is BuzzFeed News, which usually leans very far to the left. This is the headline. Secret CIA files say staffers committed sex crimes involving children. Now, you might wonder, well, if you are running the headline, it's not too much of a secret. So how did you find out? Declassified CIA Inspector General reports show a pattern of abuse and a repeated decision by federal prosecutors not to hold agency personnel accountable. Fellas, is it, is it a long jump? Is it a long jump? From Ghislaine Maxwell, who, this is the reported game, right? If you follow the story, the reported game was this. Find somebody important. Befriend them. Fly them to the island. Get video of them doing something illegal that they are not supposed to do. And then blackmail them. Sounds like the kind of thing the CIA might be involved in, right? And then you find out that the CIA has been covering stuff up with federal prosecutors. Is it that far of a jump? Or am I connecting dots that are on two different whiteboards? I think that you're connecting dots that are way closer than people realize. To think that our government would not know about something like this, as opposed to our government just turning and looking the other way, are two different things. Well, that... That and you, you start to wonder how, how some of these senators and congressmen and all of that, they're involved and it's covered up. So, I just, so think, think about it this way as we bring Lewis into the conversation. I'm going to throw this out there. We talked earlier in this show about how television news organizations, stations know what you're watching, what you like to watch, when you watch it. Your smartphone knows what you like to search on the internet. It knows what time you like to go visit Instagram. It knows what you're going to search on Instagram. It knows what your political affiliations are, what your religious affiliations are. You mean to tell me that the people who designed all of this stuff don't know? You better watch out. Oh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. Lewis, what are your thoughts? I've been pretty much uh, a listener tonight (laughs) and kind of learning the lay of the land. But one thing I, I I understand now, this is why they call it the top secret lair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I'm waiting for a couple CIA agents to come swing <laughs> through that window right now 
Oh, look. At any time. The, the reality is they know where we are. I mean, uh, there's no hiding this. I'm just pointing out the fact so that... So you're saying as secret it is, it's not that secret. I would love to say that we actually have secrets. You're not going to convince me that really anybody has any secrets from everyone nowadays. The only real secret is the one that no one knows. Because the moment you tell somebody, it's out there. It's, yeah, the, the moment there's a second person involved, somebody's going to find out. Absolutely. Sam, you've been awfully quiet over there. I mean, I took the one salvo because I had to pick on you, and you've just like, are, are you like boycotting implicit bias this week? I do very well, Legends. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I can make the joke. That's why I can make the joke. See, and, you know, the CIA knows where we're at because all of us in here have cell phones that they track. So, you know, they all know us. We have a couple more Hi segments out there. left. Yeah, we have a couple more segments left here on implicit bias. We have had uh, what has been an awfully fun second pod odd, wow podcast exclusive hour here Whose so far. Tongue is thick now. Yeah, no. <laughs> please, I think we've all had one of these weekly whiskeys. I mean, yeah, there's the, nobody in here. There's only a third of the bottle that's gone. I think so. we need to readdress a weekly whiskey because I definitely it's like very there was some weak. shenanigans. It's very weak this week. It was very weak. <laughs> we will talk about that during the break. Sam's going to lose the conversation. That's okay. We'll be back with more implicit bias. We're going to talk about better.com. Thank you so much, better.com, for being who you are. And Merry Christmas to you, too, you Scrooge. And then we're going to talk, uh, as we teased at the end of the live hour, we're going to tease implicit bias talking a Viagra story. If you got kids out there, you might want to cup their ears because I'm sure something's going to come out we don't want them to hear. Right here when we come back, this is Implicit Bias. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E. D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride. Clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location. Get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. Anderson Pest Control is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and termite control. We're a Louisiana company with Louisiana Hospitality that has the knowledge and expertise to handle all your pest control needs. Anderson Pest Control, we wouldn't put technicians in your house that we wouldn't put in ours. Way down here in the Bayou State, critters come in every single size and shape. Pick up the phone, don't hesitate, call Anderson Pest Control today. 
Hello, my name is Rene Girard. I'm Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist. Piper's Haven is at 3916 West Congress Street. We are located between Adrian's and Gilbo Road, and we have thousands of cigars in our 553-square-foot humidor. Everything you need to go with your cigars can be found at Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress Street, including cigar cutters, humidors, lighters, pipes, pipe tobacco, meerschaum pipes, briar pipes, pipe tools, pipe stands, pocket knives, and hunting knives, and we also provide knife sharpening. We also have a complete selection of Lamberger lamps and scents for that woman that's tired of the smell of cigar smoke. Just buy her something nice, and she will appreciate it a lot more. If you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar, come sit on our porch. Just remember to bring your chair. Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Welcome into the Sam Stokes segment of Implicit Bias. His new nickname is Jean-Claude Van Sam, the Danish kickboxer that he is in the corner in the Top Secret Podcast. Larry, yeah, Sam, you, you brought up the Danish kickboxer thing, so that's all you. As we bring you our second to last segment, as we talk about how we essentially are being farmed, right? We have become the commodity. Our business, our sweat, our tears, our resources, unless you are doing it all for yourself. And even then, you are still a commodity to somebody's business, to some government, to something. Right here on Implicit Bias. You know, we were having a conversation during the the break in between segments. And Caleb, you actually brought up something that, I mean, just really hit home with that conversation because you were talking about the experience you've had with people who just, they believe they're above everything. And there, there are certain people and many, many of them that think that the normal rules don't apply to them and that their life is more valuable than yours. I have literally escorted diplomats to go out and look at stamp collections. You're talking 36 guys that are on the government's dime as civilian contractors who go out and do our advance, do our movement teams, and bring somebody to look at a stamp collection. When you bring it up to them, their response was, uh-huh. And if something were to happen to one of your team, if, some, if something happened to any one of us, yeah, there's someone else waiting in line. I guess that's the ultimate portion of the commodity that, that we get brought into, right? Because the reality is, you know, if whether you're doing it and a government has figured it out, a dignitary has figured it out, or a corporation, a business entity has figured it out, Essentially, if you think back to the monologue, when we opened up, we were talking about doing business with a phone company that said, oh, yeah, don't do it this way. Do it that way. This is our policy. This is what we do. Ultimately, if we leave that company, they don't care. We are a blip on the radar. The only way that they're going to care is if millions of people leave en masse. You got you got to hit them in the pocket. And that's not going to happen. I mean, the reality is coordinating that many people is not going to happen. Well, look at, you know, with uh, w- with one of the, the groups recently, I'm not going to say which one, where they came out with a policy where if you didn't get the vaccine, you were going to get let go. They went out, and then this went on for months. And they ended up letting go of like 25 employees, I think, of. It was a very, very minuscule number. And look, get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine, whatever. It's your choice. I, I truly believe that your choice. I agree with you 100%. Do whatever you want, right? But I'm one of those guys Whenever I say, hey, I'm not going to do this or I'm going to do this, that's my decision. I'm not going to flip-flop. Yeah. You, you're not going to change my mind. Now, you can educate me, and through the education process, I might realize that I'd, I'd overlooked some or made a mistake. But if I tell you, 
hey, look, I'm not going to go out that door and take a first step and then a left. I'm going to take a right. I'm not going to do it because my mind's made up and I'm going to stick to my guns. If I'm going to be wrong, I know I'll be wrong, but that's my, I'm going to own that. Well, I mean, it's, it's our right to make our own decisions. I mean, you know, it, it keeps, to me, it keeps coming back to the standard abortion issue, my body, my choice. It's not our employer's decision to make us do something. It's my decision. Mm -hmm. Well, and and at that point, the question becomes, is my employer now my doctor? Is the government now my doctor? Because that's where we landed with that decision. But the reality is, you're a number. Yeah. They don't care. No. You are just a number. And let's give... The more numbers they get, the better off they are. You're exactly right. And let's... Let's talk about somebody who had to backtrack because he viewed his employees as just a number this Christmas season. If there was a grand Scrooge award, if there was a, and, and I, we, we might have young kids listening to the podcast. They might be in the car with you. We don't want to put any bad words out there, but I want to call this guy a lot of ugly names, right? I think that we should have a clip right now from Scrooge with, uh, oh, what was his name? What is his name? Uh, like the Scrooge movie that came out in the eighties, whenever it was like really dark. Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, should, we should have a clip right now. It's like Avenida. Find that, Sam, please. <laughs> Sam, right get on, on that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that award goes to the CEO of Better dot com mortgage company. This happened what last week, week before. This came from CBS forty eight. And actually, what they did was they pulled a CNN article. Wait, CNN, you can trust them now? Well, so (laughs) the only reason I can trust them is because the video's out there. Oh, I I saw the video the day it came out. I I watched it. The the uh, video is out there. Vishal Garg is the guy's name. He is the CEO of Better.com. He announced that the mortgage company was laying off roughly 9% of its workforce. And he did it on a Zoom webinar with all the employees on it. It was apparently a three-minute video conference where he announced to over 900 people that they were going to be terminated. And this was in December, right before Christmas. And apparently had no idea that this was insensitive. What what made me angriest about this, right, is, and I understand that sometimes in business, people have to be let go. Now, sometimes, and realistically, as a business owner or as a CEO, as management personnel, when you let someone go, it's not just to benefit you, but it's to benefit them. Correct. You know, they can do better. They can do more somewhere else. What hurt me about this is he let these people go, and then immediately... Started saying it was about him. I've had this is the second time I've had to do it. It hurts me. I promised myself I wasn't going to cry. Screw your feelings, guy. Yeah. You got somebody who just lost their job and you have to fire them and you feel bad. You didn't get fired. You're the firer. They're the ones who just lost everything. I give it. I could give a rat's about your feelings. Why make it about you? That shows me what he really cares about, and it is not his employees. It's well, him. And another thing, in, in the article, I would like to know how much this guy makes. Okay, so, so hold on. So this is actually really interesting, right? 
the company is, so let's see, the SoftBank-backed mortgage lender announced in May it was going public and received $750 million in cash as part of the deal. The company is prepared to have more than a billion on its balance sheet. Garg has been involved in controversy before. This is a quote directly from the article, as evidenced by an email he sent to staff that was obtained by Forbes magazine. This is the email. You are too damn slow. You are a bunch of dumb dolphins, so stop it, stop it, stop it right now. You are embarrassing me, he wrote. The Daily Beast reported that one of Garg's most, quote, loyal lieutenants received massive perks such as millions of dollars worth of stock options that could be vested immediately, not comparable to other employees. That person was later placed on administrative leave for bullying. In other words, this guy, this guy has just farmed 900 people. Yeah, I mean, he he lined his pockets and his select people lined their pockets, but, you know, screw everybody else. You know, it's kind of like this week, you know, I was waiting for the text that we're, I'm on the show. I'm waiting for the text that I'm on the show. It didn't happen. And I was like, oh, maybe I got laid off. Especially when you sent the text, I went, oh, now I know how these people feel. <laughs> I was waiting for the text that didn't come. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, Kavon, but I never. Come on, laid me off. I didn't do it by mass text and say, Renee, you are no longer allowed on implicit yeah. bias. No, that didn't happen. And you know what? I would hope that. I say I would hope because we all try to stay Catholic. None of us are perfect. I would hope that I have the emotional intelligence not to do that. I would hope that if there's a discussion that needs to happen, number one, I'm going to show up and do it to you man-to-man, face-to-face. We're going to have a discussion. Number two, over over Zoom? Over Zoom. I mean, over... Well, at least, you know, I mean, it, it was... Or a Zoom Zoom type platform. He was trying to be efficient because he doesn't care about his employees. Well, it costs too much. You know, it costs too much to go out and see 900 people personally. He was saving the company money by doing it this way. And look, you know, I've, (laughs) as a former people leader with the organization I'm with today, I've been a part of reduction. I'll give my company credit. When it had to be done, it was a discussion with four months notice. With then, after the four months, another three months of compensation mm-hmm. afterwards. I mean, they did everything they could to set these people up for success with what needed to happen down the road. On top of that, they did everything they could to say, look, we do have other openings inside the organization. If we can't place you where you are now, let's see what we can do to help, right? They wow. actually held hiring for three months prior to the announcement to have openings in other locations so that the people that were being reduced because their geography, just the math didn't work, right? That they had options. Yeah, but that you're talking about a company that actually cares about their employees. I mean, obviously this guy just, it's all about him. Cares about his bottom line (laughs) bank account, which is why we have to be careful with Sam. (laughs) As Sam pays more attention to the football game than he does to implicit bias. I mean, come on, Sam. Just counting my gold over here. You and Scrooge McDuck, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, that probably goes back to the attitude that they have at this place, right? You know, we all want to work somewhere where we feel valued and we have a good time. We cut up here and we have a good time. I'm willing to bet you they weren't able to do this internally. They weren't able to enjoy each other's oh. friendship. They probably well, weren't friends. They were, hey, we're here 9 to 5. 5 o'clock comes, no, 5 one. We'll see I you have, later. I have a feeling that this was a sweatshop 
I mean, these Apparently guys, they it, got was called a, it was a boiler dolphins, room right? situation. Yeah, yeah you know? no, I, I agree with you 100%. You know what? We're going to finish out our boiler room situation on this week's episode of Implicit Bias with our final story of the day, the one that concerns me the most about putting it in front of the crew because it does involve that little blue pill, which started out as a blood pressure suppressant, turned into something completely different, and now may be prescribed for something way different after this study. We'll have more of that when we come back with more Implicit Bias. William S. Nacol Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nacol Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. This is Moon Graffon for Coin and Treasure, 2472 West Congress. You know, my buddy Louis Pizzolat at Coin and Treasure is a truly great American businessman. If you're a coin collector, silver or gold bullion collector, Lewis at Coin and Treasurer will have something for you. Lewis has over 40 years of experience in the coin business. Visit them at 2472 West Congress. Call them at 232-2573 or visit online at coinandtreasure.com. This is Moon Graffon. You can trust Coin and Treasure. Luxury Limo of Lafayette is now offering airport transportation in style. Get dropped and picked up in their luxurious sedan or their Mercedes-Benz Sprinter for up to 12 travelers. And that's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 30 passenger party buses. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, 565-4385, or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Treat yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade? Acadiana's only true men's emporium. The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angelin Way. You deserve the healthiest and tastiest steaks available. You deserve Wagyu. Known for its unmatched flavor and marbling, Rosewood Farms raises Texas Wagyu and is only available at a few select locations in Acadiana. Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu has a buttery flavor and is remarkably tender. It is also high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are known to fight heart disease, Alzheimer's, and arthritis. As for Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu at Shopbine's Market, Took's Meat Market, and Alexander's Market in Baton Rouge. Tell them it's your implicit bias. Taste the Wagyu difference with Rosewood Forms Texas Wagyu. Welcome into the final segment of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. We are presented by the Rustic Renegade. He is here with us in the Top Secret Podcast layer. We are brought to you, we'll give you both hours this week, Renee, by Piper Saban, 3916 West Congress. Me more money for this? Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. it's my Christmas present. Part of your Christmas present. We, Thank you. So yeah, Christmas presents are coming. I do Christmas presents every year for my friends that I also do business with. Uh, so we are on there, on the way there. We have Renee Gerard from Piper's Haven. We also have with us a new guest to the Top Secret Podcast. There, Louis Pizzolato of Coin and Treasure. Who uh, I'm curious as to your thoughts on this experience so far, as we only have one segment left. 
It's been an eye-opening experience, you know, to be in. Is that a good thing or not? I'm curious. <laughs> you know, it's a good thing. You know, you you know, first time out of the shoot, you never know when to jump in. I, I'll be honest, I wasn't quite prepared for some of these subjects, you know, and I think part of that is is you want to be prepared. And so, but some of it is gut reaction as well, uh, right? There's a lot of gut reaction, but my gut reaction sometimes is a little vocal, and uh, I have to watch my tongue at times about some of the things that went on. That's why Sam is here, because Sam helps us with that. You would not be the first to drop um, an, a piece of adult language here on implicit bias that has to be corrected, if you know what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> now that I know that, then I'll be a little bit more myself. There you go. So, And that's what we want. What's that? You can Caleb? be a little more liberal with it. Sam's Absolutely. Got, the button's right there. Beep, 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 beep. That is the first time that I think anyone will be accused of being more liberal with something and it being okay here on Implicit Bias. But it is. So let's talk about this last story that we just happened upon that we couldn't let go. It, it became difficult to, uh, to, to deal with this one. Uh, dare I say, hard to comprehend. Giant study finds Viagra is linked to almost 70% lower risk of Alzheimer's disease. So I'm going to give you this paragraph, and I think this is the most important. That is based on an analysis of health insurance claim data from over 7.2 million people, in which records showed that claimants who took the medication were much less likely to develop Alzheimer's over the next six years of follow-up compared to matched control patients who didn't use sildenafil, which is the generic technical name for the brand name Viagra. Now, it poses some problems because this is not necessarily a clinical study. This is a study of secondary ramifications, right, of insurance claims, which means while they do have a control group, I don't know that you necessarily understand all of the variables that are in play for these 7.2 million people. It could be just pure lifestyle. Well, it could be just pure regular habits as yep. well, right? Uh, maybe cleaning the pipes every 72 hours is what helps uh, relieve Alzheimer's. Well, that it could be that, you know, Viagra increases blood flow, which makes the blood to the brain flow better to where you get less plaque buildup. Look, it could be all It could be that these people didn't have Alzheimer's to start with and they remembered to take the pill. Look, it could could be that the people who can afford to take the pill live a better lifestyle, right, than those maybe who don't. I mean, when you start to think about the the long-term implications of this... I mean, what what you said there, that was an insurance study. So obviously... Everybody's got insurance. They can all afford insurance. They had more money to buy insurance. Maybe this shows us that uh, I would correlate this activity with a happy life, right? So maybe people with a higher joy content in their life have a lower risk. Something to live for. Yeah. 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 I mean, and look, that's, 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 that's something pretty good to live for, you know? Absolutely. Which, and the crazy part is this all started out as a blood pressure medication. That was the initial thought for sildenafil was that it would help reduce blood pressure, right? You know, I just had an epiphany. Uh, you just had an, a birthday. 
you're getting a little higher in age. <laughs> and look what we're talking about. Yeah, no, this just happened to come up, uh-huh, so okay. to speak, um, to on articles up, huh? this week. Yeah, it, it literally came up. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting on that Didn't one. Didn't we talk about how our phones, everything else, know our search history? Where'd you find this at? No, so I found this on a forum that is not posted like an ad, so you know, right? <laughs> and yeah, the, the crazy part is this is actually an article from sciencealert.com. Right, yeah, that, so that wasn't in, that's not in your Google search. No, history. that's not in my Google search history. So <laughs> as we start to as we start to go through this, I just find it hysterical, and I knew this was where this was going to go. Right, one of us was going to be a pincushion. Um, <laughs> Sam's probably not old enough for that to for it to be a pincushion no, for he him. He, I, I doubt he needs that, and he doesn't have to worry about <laughs> Alzheimer's right well, now. Well, see, here's the deal: I don't think he does well enough at Legends on Ladies Night. To, <laughs> <laughs> I think about what about like a young Caleb, maybe, uh, you know, needing a little extra cash and, and participating in this study for this blood pressure medication. hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. And, and the, the doctor being like, "How we're checking your blood pressure? Everything's looking good. You're experiencing any side effects?" And Caleb's just like, "Nope, no Alzheimer's. Uh-uh. No, no Alzheimer's. You got nothing wrong here, chap." <laughs> oh yikes! This this is implicit bias and what it's all worth. Sam, we actually need to edit something that says, "Hey." If you've got youngsters in the car, you may want it because we didn't give that that one at the beginning of this. Uh, but well, I knew that's got, where this would go. If you've got youngsters in the car, you've done this activity then. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we need to have the disclaimer. <laughs> Lewis wanting to chime in. Yeah, uh, yeah no. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, okay. think I, I think I was going to say he'd have to keep his finger on the button the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> I would absolutely agree. So, gents, look, as we get set to go to Christmas, uh, the reality is we're, we're going to have a, a little giveaway. We're going to talk about this. We are actually being sent a barrel stave Christmas tree from the Dania Beach Bourbon Club. We're announcing it here Ooh. exclusively on the podcast. We're going to give that away. We have a bottle opener from the Rustic Renegade. It looks like, I don't, you said it was a, thir- uh, 308. a 308. Yep. I, you sure it's not a 300? It, the when casing's I, a little larger. I mean, I could measure. I know it's a thirty caliber projectile. It's, it might be a three hundred wind mag. Okay, it so it, it looks like a, it looks like a, a live bullet. It is mm-hmm. not. It is a bottle opener. So we've got that. Renee, I don't know if you want to throw something in. We're going to do this on social media, right? Sure. So we're going to do this with um, likes, shares, and follows on social media. We'll pack something in from Renee Gerard at Piper's Haven. We're going to do a little giveaway. Look for that on our social media over the weekend. Isn't Sam giving away like headshots or? Yes, Sam is giving away a full one hour full production video. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's like, wait, what? No, no, no. Sam, no, no. Sam is not giving home and not giving away an in-home video production of your choice. And if you happen to choose, no, we're not going there. (laughs) I'm, I'm giving Christmas cheer. Christmas cheer. That, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. So <laughs> he's given over the leftover bottle of Wyoming yeah. whiskey. Have at it. <laughs> so don't forget, find us on podcast. Please share with your friends, subscribe, follow, follow us on Facebook, Instagram. You can catch more of what we hope has been your implicit bias for 2021. We're going to talk about our holiday shows coming up. We have one more live show next week before our Christmas episode and our very special New Year's episode of Implicit Bias. Catch us live on the radio, News Talk 96.5 KPEL, 10 a.m. on Saturdays. Find us right here via podcast. For the crew, for Sam Stokes, I'm Kevon Bordelon. We hope you've enjoyed your Implicit Bias. Implicit Bias is produced by and copyright of Pipe Dream Entertainment, LLC.
Hello, my name is Rene Girard. I'm Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist. Piper's Haven is at 3916 West Congress Street. We are located between Adrian's and Gilbo Road, and we have thousands of cigars in our 553-square-foot humidor. Everything you need to go with your cigars can be found at Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress Street, including cigar cutters, humidors, lighters, pipes, pipe tobacco, meerschaum pipes, briar pipes, pipe tools, pipe stands, pocket knives, and hunting knives, and we also provide knife sharpening. We also have a complete selection of Lamberger lamps and scents for that woman that's tired of the smell of cigar smoke. Just buy her something nice, and she will appreciate it a lot more. If you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar, come sit on our porch. Just remember to bring your chair. Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Ladies, we know that man in your life is hard to shop for. That's why you need to go to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium. They have unique gifts for the man in your life, including grooming essentials, special coffees, clothing, items perfect for his man cave, and yes, knives, guns, and accessories. So come on by the Rustic Renegade at 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway, just north of Point de Mouton, or visit them online at therusticrenegade.com. That's therusticrenegade.com for the man in your life. Anderson Pest Control is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and termite control. We're a Louisiana company with Louisiana hospitality that has the knowledge and expertise to handle all your pest control needs. Anderson Pest Control, we wouldn't put technicians in your house that we wouldn't put in ours. Way down here in the Bayou State, critters come in every single size and shape. Pick up the phone, don't hesitate, call Anderson Pest Control today. 